The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Hello, welcome to Bonus Content Podcast. Hello. Bonus Hi. Content Podcast. Bonus Content Podcast. Extra bits. Extra bits. Um, extra I think, bits. I think we extra just need to keep calling it extra bits. Extra bits. bits. Okay, sorry. Extra bits. I um, think we should just. No, sh- she's taking a punt. Just wait. For those listening in. Oh, oh, oh straight man. through. It's the Super Bowl. Gee, today. that score changed quickly, didn't it? No one talks about football, American uh, football, until today. This audio for... <laughs> he looks like Ronald McDonald. Thanks to Seven, mate. He does. Who does? That guy. On the right? Running in that outfit. No. God, oh, just his hot. outfit. Or that guy. Oh, here she is. Oh, here she is. Yeah. Yeah. Are we just going to watch it? No, we've got an ad break to go. Can we? Oh, you know what we could do? We could do one uh, of those like... Um... <gasps> Quick, let's do the extra bits while, while okay, we're okay, in the ads. Okay, okay, right, okay, cool. okay, okay. Welcome to the best bits bits. Okay, <laughs> so we've got a podcast goes? coming up. We'll tell you more about it in a bit, yeah. but go on with the bits. Well, uh, Kimber pitched uh, and actually sent us an email over the weekend yeah. um, about a video that she had seen on Twitter. Would you like to explain this video? She loves doing that, by the way. I... Sending emails on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't Ryan's expect you to reply to them. You know that, right? Yeah. This is an ADHD thing. My brain can't hold material for very long. So mm. when I have an idea, I just send it immediately, no matter what time of day or night, because send I don't it. care when you respond. I'm joking. I it's love about it. me just actioning it. Mm. That's not what you sent me. I don't yeah, that's what you sent me. Um, no, nah, I love it. I found this video so? really interesting. <laughs> okay, go on. So basically, uh, these dudes, uh, look, I don't know exactly what they're doing down there, but they've got a borehole in Antarctica. Yeah. So they, they've basically got a boring machine or boring equipment, and they've drilled a massive, massive hole through the ice in Antarctica. Sounds boring. And oh, really? I know it sounds boring. Oh, my God, Karen. <laughs> nice Karen. one. Nice one, Karen. That was so good. Nice there, one. There was a pun in that. That Thank was you. really subtle. You know, we, we got that. Yeah, Thanks. it was good. Oh, I don't <laughs> think Rami did it. That's why I'm explaining. Oh, Rami didn't get that there was a pun in that. I was a, I was wow. a second behind, but I did get it. But I poor old Rami. Dig to you. It's a week later. I was no. more worried about your feelings, Kim. Oh, that's what I was like, Karen, you to dig. Karen has never said anything that rude before, and that's why you knew it was a pun. Yes, he has. You just haven't heard it. He doesn't say it to me. Anyway, in this video, they I'll show you the video right here, Pete, so that you can at least see it. Sorry that for those of you playing at home. I see a big hole. Big hole. And this guy basically decides to drop a great big giant block of ice down Down it. Down it, yeah. Just to hear what it sounds like when you drop something down a borehole in Antarctica. Wanna be just like going to the toilet? I think the sound is amazing, so I hope you have it up nice and loud. Thunk. Plop. I, Thunk. I have I have something to ask you about tomorrow's Valentine's Day show, by the way, just on that point. Sure. Um, yes, the audio Hi, is here. Are we still in this Yeah, thing? yeah, we are. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks the, for joining the us. The audio is here. Make sure you've got it nice and loud because I okay, hate yeah, this yeah, here to we be go. quiet. Here, here it sounds when they drop an ice down, an ice hole in Antarctica. That is so cool. So right? Cool. Can we hear it again? Hell? Go Listen. again.
That is amazing. Thank you. I know that it was like I get that you know you can't and the video is is quite literally just a hole with the guy dropping it. You can't see it go down or anything. But the sound is incredible. But what's the sound though? Well, because you can hear it's just I guess the the, ice and ice. I mean the hole is obviously so large and so deep, but also because yeah, it's it's just the way it's like pinging off the sides, isn't it? It's the aliens that are down the bottom of the boring hole that they're boring for that are shooting back. Oh, Rami stopped paying attention because he was turned on. By me what? saying <laughs> saying what that it was a deep hole. Someone's, someone's drilling a hole. I'm so glad you picked up on that. See, I, we all know each other a, too well. This is are. what's happening here. Is we Dirty knew what we, we knew where it was breaking <laughs> down. Serious question though: Why are we digging holes in Antarctica? Don't we like not have enough ice as it is? Um, what? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with it, mate. <laughs> are they are they chasing discoveries around ancient ice? Do you know what? Let's what? start doing a segment on our show that is just called Rami Has Questions. Yeah. Yes. And whatever <laughs> it is, great idea. is just whatever yeah. ridiculous oh, a, thing yeah. Rami idea. comes up with for the day. Like when today I said um, I, I was too afraid to use my jigsaw tool, yeah. the new saw that I got, um, because it's scary, and he thought I was talking about a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It hurt. It must hurt being you sometimes. Rami's got questions. <laughs> I like it. It's a great I like idea. Doing it. I think it's a great idea. I've got. Um, I I have a question though. What were you going to ask Rami when we were talking about Valentine's Day earlier in the podcast? Oh, yeah. Is that for off air, like exclusively off? No, air? no, no, no. Is that just, for this podcast? No, I wanted to do a. Um, when did a poo sneak up on you? The Valentine's Day edition. <laughs> Say no. <laughs> I'm not talking about poo on I want to say no, but I'm intrigued. It's intriguing, isn't no. it? No. So what, like in bed? I don't know. Wherever, mate. That's the whole point of it. I think the Super Bowl. Um, oh, no, we've sure. got an ad break. We've got a bit more time. Okay. Yeah, just, uh, you know, when you've been out and about with your loved no. one. And no. No. I've got a story off that. Do you know what? <laughs> okay, wait. Do you know what would be worse than that? What? Is that I know... Multiple women, multiple, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, three that come to mind, and I'm sure there's probably more out there. Yeah. I know three women that have gone on to marry men that once pooed in their bed. Yes. Oh. Yeah. What God. the actual hell? They're keepers. Mate, because I- you've seen the worst of them. <laughs> You've seen the worst. Yeah, you can't get I, lower than that. I, no. Once someone's pooed in your bed, it's hard to see them the same way. I don't know about that. Have you ever had someone poo in your bed before? No. Then how would you know? But can I tell you my story? I'm going to come poo in your bed, and then like, then you'll see. Oh you'll God. see whether or not. All right. Maybe is... one day, one day this will get it. Oh, we'll put this across the line. Oh. We'll go 131060, call us and tell us if someone pooed in your bed. You know and, what we'll do? And, and I, bet, I like that better. I bet we'll actually get good phones off it, which is embarrassing. And you know what we'll do? Because we're a radio station, and we always do this elevating content here. Yeah. I'll go home tonight. Shit I'll put in bed. our bed, mine and Liz's. <laughs> And I'll record Liz's reaction, <laughs> yes. and then we can upload it for digital content. <laughs> right. Thirteen ten sixty. When did you shit the bed? <laughs> Lock it in eight ten tomorrow, baby. Oh my oh, god! But until then, All the right. rest of the podcast. Welcome. Oh, yeah. um, I got myself a new power tool, as I've just mentioned. I'm too afraid to use it. Yep. Uh, cool no, story, bro. On hermit crabs. Oh, that oh, was right. Yeah. Cool. That was really fun. Pete got himself an op shop bargain. It was amazing. Really cool. And uh, you needing help to understand why everyone loves the UFC. And I think we got a pretty well-rounded argument from the ladies. And fair to say, mm, well-rounded. Kimba is a fan and so am I now. 
<laughs> from what I've heard. Yeah. I'm I, a fan now. I feel like if, if men had called up and said that they love watching the volleyball for the reasons that the women called up saying they love the UFC, we probably wouldn't have put it to air. Yeah. Can you do me? Can I ask a favour, Rami, the producer? Right? It's, Rami. Know, hot though. Rami. <laughs> Why'd yes. you go down that route? Any... I don't know. Because I'm respectful. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> Anytime I ever... Yeah. I want that. I want that audio of those ladies saying that those guys with their shirts off are hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So anytime I ever say something sexist on this show, I can play You've got that. that. <laughs> I've got that up my sleeve. <laughs> Until true. then, just play the hole in Antarctica. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah, but have a podcast. Before we wrap it up, I oh, need the question oh, answered. Oh, though. there was the out. Oh, go on. Yeah. Why are we still? Why are we digging holes in Antarctica? It's digging my head in. Legit, <laughs> well, maybe let's, let's, answer a, it, let's answer it tomorrow yeah, on the podcast. Yep. And maybe that's a what's it like. That wrap. And me why? Up. Maybe we do an extra what's it like with a yeah. what's it like and why. But the world's melting, isn't it? So like, sorry, the ice caps are melting. So if yeah, we're but drilling holes, it yeah, melts them faster. But if you've got no ice, then there's nothing to melt, is there? Enjoy the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a big weekend over the weekend with um, things happening in Perth, Kimber. Oh, yeah. If you want to know where you stand in the social hierarchy of Perth, apparently everyone was at the UFC yesterday. Perth's biggest names turned out. Nick Natanui, Tim Kelly, Liam Ryan and Callum Jamison from the Eagles. Even Spud King, Tony Galati wanted a taste. The police minister checking in with the troops before he headed in. Anyone who's anyone was there. Tony Galati's there. I, mean, I love that that makes the news. It's so Perth. It's yeah, so us. It's so Perth. And the ultimate fighting championship, mixed martial arts. I'm going to be honest. What I knew of UFC was basically everyone going, it's really dangerous, and it felt like for a a number of years ago people were trying to ban it. Right. That's what I remembered. And and you know what? You were right. Right? And everyone was like, we're not having UFC here. I feel like Colin Barnett maybe was blocking it from coming to town. There was a bit of that action going on. And then it opened up and we have it. Well, I don't know much about it. I I noticed in uh, 1993 when UFC were looking for a TV partnership, the way that promoters initially pitched the idea was to say it's a real-life fighting video game tournament similar to Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Finish him. (laughs) Nothing personal, mate. Well, the thing is, in Mortal Kombat, you don't have the octagon. So I'm just going to throw that out there anyway. Um, (laughs) I just... I I know that this is, you know, probably just a, a view from the outside looking in. Yeah. But I just, I don't get it. Hmm. I don't really like the idea what, of people pummeling each other. Okay, so that's, is that the part that you don't get? Yeah. That it's the, it's a, a couple of blokes and women. Yep. UFC as well, getting into the ring and just going to town on each other. Yeah. And I understand athleticism and I understand getting the right punch and and how there's a skill involved. Uh There's just this element about it that makes me go, oh, I'm not okay with it happening in the street. Why would I be okay with it happening in a ring? Because it's got rules and sanctioned rules and, you know, they're in a ring and it's entertainment and it's pummeling each other. And I could watch it. It's maybe a bit primal From the morning till the night. Maybe that's what it is, right? It's a bit primal. I don't don't see what people get out of watching other people hurt others. See, I, I, well, the thing is, it's, it's not like that though. Like it's not, it's not two guys just freely going at each other 
and there are no rules, it's no holds barred, let's see if they can absolutely kill each other. There's rules and such. I, I love it for the technicality that you see. Because mm-hmm. it is mixed martial arts. Yeah. So I, I love the athleticism of these guys uh, and the way that they can go about it in the ring. I love the fact that sometimes you just see these guys just go toe-to-toe, round after round after round, and there is something spectacular about that. And then the spectacle. I've heard from a lot of people. I wasn't there yesterday. But I've heard from a lot of people that it is the best show that they have ever been to. Now, I'm talking to people who have been to shows around the world, some of the biggest stadium events at the biggest stadiums anywhere Mm. ever, and they know their sport, and they were saying that that was the best show they have ever been to and ever seen right here in Perth. And, you know, huge mixed demo. There were plenty of men and women, like everyone was there. And so I want to put it out there. Let me know what you love about the UFC. What is it that I am sort of missing or that, like, you know, is really drawing you in. Mix 94.5 with Hadaway at 25 minutes past eight. Good morning. 15,000 screaming fans packed RAC Arena for UFC yesterday. And still the undisputed UFC lightweight champion of the world. The news were quick to point out last night that there was no trouble, no one caused any problems at the event because I think we all assume that when we're getting a bunch of people together to look at fighting, mm. that maybe they're going to be wrestling in the streets well, as they leave. seeing that. And I think that buys into the rhetoric that UFC is, or there's an issue with it. Yeah, but everyone was great. But I would like to know what the appeal is. I am someone who's looking at it going, it just still seems violent and I'm trying to avoid all the violent things in the world. Back in Parmelia, tell Kimber why UFC is the best thing in the world ever to have ever existed in the universe. Oh, my goodness, the best. Okay. Hey, how you going? Good. Um, I tune into UFC a lot, but it's not for the normal reasons. So I like to have a bit of a look-see, and it's really attractive to see someone so strong and so determined, and the stamina is amazing. They're absolute athletes. Oh, my God, Rebecca. Oh, that was an angle I wasn't expecting. And Tony Galati <laughs> didn't do that for you yesterday at the UFC? No. <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, maybe the same with Brad in Baldivis. Hey, buddy. Hey, you mate? Brad, do we need to keep this music going? Is that also the reason you're heading to UFC? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Stop it, Pete. Right, sorry. Uh, um, I just love like the preparation, their training, their strict schedule, and just for you know a, a one fight. And the sportsmanship and the respect they have for each other is just, yeah, you're going in there to <laughs> beat each other up. But the sportsmanship, the respect, and after the fight's done and dusted, they, yeah, move on. <laughs> mm, you're right. The athleticism is impressive. Like, I mean, I can't commit to going to the gym ever, let alone every mm. day and that sort of thing. So I'm like, oh, that is really cool. I agree with Brad. Uh, the most awesome thing is seeing two guys go at it for however many rounds, one winner, one loser, and then at the end shake hands or give each other a hug and say, mate, well done. It was a hard fought match. What about if they just had a hugging tournament for hours and then they punched each other at the end? Okay, Shania in Forestfield. Hi. <laughs> Hello. What about you, mate? Why do you like the UFC? Explain it to Kimber. Um, much like the other two um, reasons I just heard, mostly being that we get to see attractive men with oh, no God. tops on. <laughs> <laughs> you see what you're missing out on, Kimber? <laughs> attractive wow. blokes, no tops. I mean, I had no idea. I had no and idea. The, again, the second reason being that they train really, really hard and there's a lot of dedication that goes into it. And, yeah, the, again, the fact that they can shake hands at the end is yeah, pretty significant. Yeah, Janaya, do you find you have these moments in there where you're a bit, oh, 
Ah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they volunteer to do it. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Uh. <laughs> not angry. They try not to be angry. <laughs> oh. Ah, that hurts. Oh, a lot of noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back into Hot Wheels again. Hot Wheels. Beat that. Never too old for Hot Wheels. Now, look, uh, when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money in our household, Mm -hmm. so we couldn't afford heaps of Hot Wheels tracks. Mm -hmm. And uh, given the state of play with the economy and finances and stuff, we still can't afford a lot of Hot Wheels tracks. (laughs) But one thing that's really cool at the moment is that um, I mentioned last week that our number two is doing dance lessons now. Mm -hmm. And uh, around the corner from her dance lessons is a Salvo's. So uh, myself, Liz, and all the kids, we go... Easy off your dance lesson, and then me and Ollie go for a wander to the Salvos and go and have a bit of a look through and see what's cracking. Cool. And there are Hot Wheels tracks aplenty at the Salvos. It is an absolute gold mine oh. of Hot Wheels tracks. And I found one, seven dollars. Seven bucks for what? Seven With bucks. The whole track. The whole track. Oh, a couple of bits missing. Which I didn't realize <laughs> until we <laughs> until we got it home and actually set it up. I was like, oh, we might be in for something here. But cracking Hot Wheels track for 2014, it's the one that I've been looking for with like the little rubber wheels and the tunnel and stuff that actually slingshots the car. And like a bit of a loop-de-loop number. It was epic. Absolutely epic. And it turned into absolute chaos at our house over the weekend because we had to put the batteries in, see if it worked. Did you remember to go pick up your kid from dancing or did you just go straight home? I think she's still there. (laughs) Um, No, no, you'll hear in this. She was there. Take a listen. Are we ready? Yeah. All right, first we've got to make sure the batteries are working. The batteries are in. The countdown. Three, Three two, two, one. Nine. Batteries are working. Everybody put your goggles on. Yes? Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, don't turn it off. It'll explode. Quick, build a barrier. Get behind everything. Get behind the couch. Easy. Quick, get behind the couch. Quick, get behind the couch. All right, we ready? Hot Wheels, Salvos, track, test one. Ollie, get out of the way. Three, two, one. Ollie, go. Oh, cool. <laughs> now, <laughs> so the- you got your kids into an absolute terrified frenzy. Hide behind the couch. Yeah. Because I told them it was going to explode, and they believed it. So Izzy's still behind the couch. I think Mila's still hiding in Ollie's closet. So good luck to my wife trying to get him for school this morning. But it was that much fun. This is what ended up happening for the rest of the day. No, you have to turn. What? Get out of the turn. No, get out of here. It's my turn. Hey! <laughs> uh, now, Pete, you know, I'm super handy. I will get out in the garage. I'll give anything a go. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really into home renovations and restoring furniture and stuff like that. So I've always been quite interested in the tools. And my dad and my brother taught me a bunch of stuff. So I'm like pretty, pretty active in it, right? Yeah. But I've reached my limit. Okay. What do you mean? I've got a tool on the weekend and I cannot complete the job. I'm, Mm -hmm. I never want to use it ever again. Really? I'm too scared. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. too scared to use my new jigsaw. I've got a question. <laughs> yep. Right. Why? What? 
What are you doing in your shed <laughs> that you possibly need a jigsaw for? At the moment, I need to cut some IKEA tiles. You know, there's like plastic composite decking type tiles. Yeah. Need to cut some of those. And the hacksaw was doing a rubbish job, like absolutely hacking at okay, it. So yeah, I went, yeah. I'm going to get a jigsaw instead. Right. I'm too scared to use it. Why? I, I got it out. I did one cut uh-huh. and I was super scared the whole time. You know, when you know, you're like, you, you go to do something and you preempt the outcome. Like yeah. for example, you might go, I'll just carry this whole tray of glasses into the house and you think... I'm going to drop all of these glasses, but you still do it anyway. Yeah, you, and then you drop all the glasses and you're like, what an idiot. I saw that coming. Why didn't I stop myself? You worried you're going to cut your arm off. I could feel the whole time. I was Hold like, on. I'm going to cut my arm. Yeah. I, I could just, I knew it was going to kick back or I was going to lose control of it or something. And I, I was going, this is the moment. This is the moment where you think to yourself, nah, that probably won't happen. Or you listen to yourself and you go, you're going to cut your arm off and bleed out in the garage. Okay, so I've got another question. Yeah. Why are you cutting IKEA plastic top? What are you building? <laughs> what are you building at home that you need a jigsaw and you're cutting IKEA plastic tile? I'm trying to cover some old brick pavers and just make it look a little bit better, but it's got to go around some poles, and so I have to cut around the poles. Uh-huh. But it's just, honestly, it's too mm. dangerous. My brother has told me he has total faith in me and has said, just turn the setting down and give it another go. Mm. But I'm terrified and I won't do it. But the best part about it is that I was just outside there to the talking to the producers and I said to Kerry, can you get me a sound of a jigsaw um, so that people understand what this tool is, yeah. like a, a saw that cuts through whatever. And producer Rami thought I was talking about a puzzle. Right. <laughs> I'm not scared of puzzling, Rami. I've got this. I'm more scared of losing an arm. Terrifying. I can't wait to see this thing finished. You can't wait to see me armless. Hey. 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 Cool story, bro. (laughs) Tell us about a cool story. Right. So this is our Monday catch-up, okay, where basically we just toss out something, just a topic, generally just a word even, and we just want to hear the best story you've got for it. We don't even care if it's a recent story. You could be really going back into uh, the memories there, but that's okay because it just needs to be a cool story. And I reckon we're going to have to go back into the archives here, right? Oh, yeah. Because this is off the back of a, a little chat that we had in the podcast last week. Now, every day after the show's finished, we hang out, producers Rami and Kerry come in, and we toss around some bonus content. Yes. Okay, some extra bits. Mm-hmm. And this was off the back of the phone we did last week where we asked the Mix fam to pile in on strange things you've seen someone do with an insect. And uh, <laughs> No regrets. Ra- no regrets at all. And Rami, the producer, told us one of the stories that we didn't have a chance to get to. She woke up the next morning to find her crazy crabs on the floor no longer with us, unfortunately. Oh, no. And their legs were just all over the place. <gasps> what happened? Her friend had pulled them out of their shells. Yes. <gasps> oh, no. Yes. <laughs> Motivate someone to do. Honestly, <laughs> we learn some horrible things in our podcast. Yeah, we really do. We really do. Uh, so, cool story, bro. Hermit crabs. Just this hermit crab story. Best story you've got. I mean, we all grew up with hermit crabs. They were our chosen pet. A hundred percent, because they were well easy to look after. Yeah, I mean, and... often found them sort of places that they shouldn't be relatively dried out. Yeah, uh. <laughs> they were quite easy to take care of. You're uh, right. Have you been to a pet store these days to have a look at how cool can, it is to have a crazy crab? Can you still get them? You can still get them, and they have the Ritz Carlton of like um, 
tanks and stuff. And you can get all these little accessories where you can really dole up their houses. You can get different coloured shells, all sorts of stuff. Um, but I think it was the 90s when the Hermit Crab craze really started to take off and we'll get the best stuff. So, cool story, bro, Hermit Crab Edition. Got a few little quirky facts for you. Go on. Hermit crabs suffer from PPS, post-purchase syndrome, and from living in captivity for the first few weeks that you take them home. They've basically got PTSD. What? (laughs) Yeah, totally. And if you ever see one wrapping on the back of the shell of another, it's to say... Hey, excuse me, I'd like to have this shell. No kidding. And you have to take on a fight, and they fight with their antennas, and they have a little play wrestle, and that's how they win. Oh, man. I'm going to get hermit crabs after we finish the show today. <laughs> uh, Alicia, Let's get some in, in the studio. Balladura, tell us your cool story about a hermit crab. Um, well, when I was younger, I bought one of my mates a crazy crab for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, just as like a little shit and giggle sort of birthday present. Um, and then that night we were going to the casino. And he had taken the crazy crab in his pocket to the casino. And then we were on the blackjack table and he let the crazy crab out on the blackjack table. <laughs> Does that and get you kicked out of the casino? Yeah, we got kicked out. We all got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got, he got kicked out, but then because it was his birthday, we all had to leave with him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's okay, RSPCA. We got this. Admit, that was it's the cool goes. thing about having a hermit crab. You can't take a dog into the casino in your pocket, can you? <laughs> Uh, Sophie in South Perth, tell us your cool story, bro, about hermit crab. My friend had a crazy crab birthday party when we were in about year three or year four. Oh. It wasn't bring your crazy crab. It was he gave everyone a crazy crab. (gasps) And then we, like, decorated them and then put them in the middle of a circle to, like, race them and see whose would win. (laughs) (laughs) It was fun. Bit of a weird one. Wow! I don't know if all our parents wanted a crazy crab, but it sounds like one. so I nice. Mean, what are you doing, taking home a, a hermit crab in a party bag? Yeah, we did. Well, I'm, I lost one in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Found it many months later, very dead. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! god. Um, Was well, his friend I'm... rich? No. <laughs> No, Crazy Crabs were two bucks at the time, Actually, weren't they? Actually, yeah, they were. They were pretty cheap. Oh, wow. Pete, Matt and Kimber. The Pete, Matt and Kimber podcast for My Place Secure Delivery Bundle. Visit myplacesmarts.com.au. Mix 94.5.